This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. From hockey to wrestling, football to golf, no sport left unturned. You're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Good morning, Naz. Good morning, Wally. The boys are back. Let's talk sports. Good morning and welcome to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. I'm your host, Walter Rigabon. Uh, in isolation, uh, joining me uh, also by telephone this morning is my co-host, Naz Marchese. Also joining us by telephone this morning, uh, special guest, uh, Butch Carter. Naz, are you there? How are you this morning? I'm here. Good morning, Butch and Wally. How are you guys? Butch, have we got you on the line? I'm here. I'm here. Thanks for having me this morning. Hey, thanks. Fantastic. To all our listeners, uh, at this point in the show, I normally say that we're live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. Going to have to rephrase that one this week. We're live from Richmond Hill, Nobleton, and downtown Toronto. Uh, uh, through uh, stations asked us to try and do this from uh, uh, from away from the studio. Uh, we're complying with their request. We're trying to be safe. Uh, the world is uh, is uh, a, a different place uh, at this point in time. So we've all got to be careful. And uh, we're certainly uh, want to take a certain leadership role in that. So we're all doing the show from the comforts of our home this morning. And to all our listeners, please, uh, a little bit of patience. It's uh, not that easy to do a live radio show uh, remotely and host it remotely and try to get everybody participating and not talk over each other. So we will certainly do our best. And having said that, we've got a we've got a fantastic show lined up. Uh, sports isn't going on. Uh, not much sports. Uh, all the headlines are are off the fields and off the rinks and all of that. But uh, you know, the other day I was thinking about um, about uh, you know things are not that great right now, and I said we need a calm, reassuring voice on on the show. And a few years back, we had Peter Mansbridge on the show. Uh, popped them an email, uh, said, Peter, we'd love to have you on the show this Sunday. I'm sure our listeners would like to hear your voice and hear from you. And he graciously accepted. So at uh, 9.20 this morning, we're going to have, uh, we're going to be chatting with uh, the legend himself, Peter Mansbridge. And uh, middle of the hour, we're going to have a surprise. Um, somebody is celebrating uh, uh, a very, uh, very special birthday today. Uh, another legend, uh, sporting legend. And, uh, Naz, I don't know if I want to give away the surprise just yet, but uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll leave that one. Uh, tune in, uh, listen in, please listen for the whole hour, gentlemen. Uh, your reaction, first of all, let's let's talk about uh, we're all remote and how we're all dealing with uh, what's going on. Uh, Naz, I'll turn it over to you. Well, uh, I've been working from home all week and uh, haven't shaved all week. I'm going to look like Santa Claus once this is over. <laughs> Naz, uh, uh, I'm not going to touch that one, but uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Mary, I'm sure. I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how Mary Lane's reacting to that. What's uh, what, what's your wife's, rea- wife's reaction to your newfound growth? She hasn't really reacted to it yet, but she will. Butch, uh, are you still uh, clean shaven, or what's going on with you? 
Uh, I actually shaved yesterday. I, I, you know, I, I got the hint that uh, I was the most attractive guy in the world running around looking like a wolf. So uh, I shaved yesterday morning. Um, I've been uh, socially isolated since February 26th. I had a hip replacement surgery on the 26th. So um, that limited with what I could do as far as the, and I get out and walk, but I've been, I've been locked in. And uh, fortunately for me, I, I had set up um, my consulting work through uh, an online course. So I have probably five or six calls a week with, uh, I've got 15 former NBA players that I train in an NBA program called Assistant Coaches Program. So uh, I did that, I set that program up, and uh, I've been doing it for five years, but I've set it up in March of last year and got the NBA to take the program from being a four-month program to now it's 10 months. And so um, I didn't do it because of, uh, you know, I thought I could see this pandemic coming. I did it because it was it was a better way for me to uh, push a lot of content uh, to help young guys who wanted to get into coaching have a coaching partner. So uh, that part's working well. We do all our meetings on Zoom uh, webcast, and it's worked out very well. Um, but, you know, I, I feel what everyone else is feeling, especially Walter. I had a call with you earlier. You know, it's devastating what's going on in Italy right now. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think we've seen the last of it. Uh, certainly, yeah, you're refer- referencing a call. Butch and I had a, had a heart-to-heart call earlier this week uh, about everything that's going on. And, uh, yeah, my heart, uh, Naz and I, um, are, uh, we traced our heritage back to our homeland uh, uh, back in Italy. Um, you know, that's where our families originated. And, I'm, you know, I've still got quite a bit of family over there, and I've been in touch with them. Uh, through WhatsApp and uh, other uh, other uh, texting and that sort of thing, and it's it 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 is really really heartbreaking. Um, the system is overwhelmed. Um, the country's in lockdown. The amount of people who are dying or are coming down with it is increasing by the day. They don't have a handle on it. The the tragedies with some of the healthcare workers. Uh, and um, and and the people there, it's just I I I don't know. Uh, I I find it heartbreaking to the point of almost tears. Um, all I can say is uh, we've got an opportunity in Canada to learn some lessons. We are we are behind the curve, uh, but we're getting there. Um, and and we've got we've all got an obligation. Um, I hope, I hope everybody in this country is taking it seriously. I think they are. Um, Butch, I know you've got family down in the States. Uh, I'm sure you're in touch with them. I'm sure you've got a lot of contacts in the States. You've got a lot of contacts in the basketball industry. Uh, through your contacts, through your discussions, uh, what are you, what are you hearing? Well, I mean, no, I mean, I've got family. Uh, my mother's 80 years old. Um, I have a mother, two sisters, a brother, two brothers that live in the Atlanta area. And, um, you know, I'm very concerned about my mother. Um, you know, parents don't stop being parents, so she does everything, and then all of a sudden she wants to take off and go to the grocery store. Um, so I feel for, for anyone that's got 
have uh, four boys also that are scattered out from Northern Carol, North Northern California in isolation. Uh, to uh, uh, two of them that are in Florida, in Central Florida, in Orlando, where they haven't done anything. They just put in a curfew yesterday. So everyone that I've talked to, uh, I've tried to get them to understand. I start sending out text and emails, group text and emails to people probably two weeks ago um, because I felt what was going on in Wuhan um, was going to carry forward and, and be dangerous. In uh, doing my family tree about a year ago, I found out that I, my grandfather lost two brothers to the Spanish flu in 1918. I didn't know what in the hell the Spanish flu was. Wow. Um, so um, it's an invisible enemy, uh, what we're fighting. Uh, all people uh, are not invincible. Um, I've called everyone from guys I played high school with, everyone that, you know, has really been special in my life. I try to reach out to them because we're, we're in a situation that if they get this flu, they may not be around six or seven days later. You won't have a chance to say goodbye to them. Um, so I encourage everyone that's listening to you guys show, you know, reach out, um, telephone calls, uh, Facebook live and say hello because, uh, this thing is not going to go away. There'll be the first wave in which hopefully that'll get it settled. And, and then there'll be a second wave because there'll be four people can get it, get inoculated. Um, There'll be people that are carrying it. They're carriers, but they're not sick. So, you know, everyone has been watching. I watch CBC, uh, CNN. Um, but the reality of it is, is that uh, I had a buddy I played high school with. I can't, I'll never forget. I was on the phone with him, raising hell with him last night. Because he was home in Ohio, but he's got to drive to work in New York. They, they install the telephone systems in federal penitentiaries. <laughs> And I'm begging him, hey, man, don't go yep. back. Just, just quarantine yourself. Uh, yep. Because, yep. You know, it, it just, that's, what, that's what you need to do. Everyone, I encourage everyone, reach out. Anyone you've loved your whole life. And make wow. sure you're saying hello to them. And, Naz, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you share well, some of your thoughts. Wally, Wally, I'm really impressed with the uh, political leaders and how they're handling it. Um, municipal, the federal, and the provincial leaders are getting along and they're doing a great job to well, Ford and John Tory. Well, that's really what, impressed you know, with their work. Yeah. And I, I, I posted, I uh, posted something on, on, on my Facebook page the other day. And I said, um, you know, it, it, you know, this is, this is, this is uh, it's a generational event and, you know, and there's so many parts of this and uh, Butch, you alluded to it. Uh, leadership's important, and we certainly want to talk about that with Peter Mansbridge. Uh, just got to keep an eye on my phone here. I got to make sure I wrap up my uh, wrap up my thoughts uh, uh, so I don't take away from his time. Um, you know, it, we, there's so much we've been used to so much partisan bickering. In uh, you know, in in you know, I'll just talk about Canada and the United States. Uh, you know, it's the left and the right haven't talked to each other. They don't talk the same language. But uh, if politicians are listening, you know, what the people expect 
at this point in time is we want to see leadership. We want to see cooperation. Uh, we want, because what, what becomes more important as we get deeper and deeper into these things, as we get a crisis of spirit, uh, we all start losing sight of, of the end and, and leaders. And not, not that I'm suggesting we're going to find an FDR or a Winston Churchill or, or somebody of that caliber, but certainly they can step up. They can calm the population. They can get rid of the bickering and, you know, I, I agree on our side of the border so far. Um, I'm, I'm seeing some cooperation. You know, I've never been, I can be honest with you, I, I can't say that I've been a big uh, Trudeau or a big Doug Ford fan. I'm not here to criti- be political or criticize. Uh, but now, you know what? They're my prime minister. They're my premier. I expect them to lead. And if they lead us in the right direction, I will certainly give them my support. South of the border. I don't know if we want to get into that conversation. Uh, I'd like to see more cooperation south of the border. Uh, I'd like to see uh, Trump and Pelosi and Schumer and Biden all cooperate and because they're, you know, the public is looking for leadership, and these are crisis times, and that's what we expect from our leaders. Can I comment on, um, you know, on... Living south of the border for the time I have, here's my opinion. Um, I like Doug Ford. I like John Tory. Uh, Butch, Butch, yep. Butch, unfortunately, we'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, I've got to take us to break. Uh, we've, we're running on a bit of a tight schedule at the beginning of the show. Uh, we've got Peter calling in in a couple of minutes, and uh, we certainly, as soon as we get him on the phone, we get him, we'll want to get him on the air as soon as possible. Hold those thoughts. I'm sure we'll have time at the end of the show to come back to them. On that note, Brandon, our producer, if you can take us to break, uh, uh, we'll have Peter Mansbridge when we come back. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville decided to stonebake our pizzas the traditional way. That was over 50 years ago. Since then, the big pizza conglomerate started cooking their pizzas on conveyor belts, like you see at the airport. Now you can choose authentic Italian stonebake pizza or pizza you could mistake for luggage pizzaville stone-baked pizza fiercely canadian authentically italian are you real ready if you're a real estate agent we can help you sell more homes a business owner we'll help show it off to the community at large and if you're a homeowner we'll supply accurate floor plans for every room in your home because selling property is all in the details Real Tours Media, creators of 3D virtual tours, walkthrough video, HDR photography, logos, and brands. Check out the one-stop shop for successful real estate agents. Realtoursmedia.ca. With a little training, anyone can learn the security business while on duty at your home or company. It's unfortunate, but a lot of security companies are just not experienced enough to handle the complex dynamics of tactical security. And that little bit of training and experience can end up costing you a lot more than you bargained for. Peace of mind, trust, and honor is the foundation on which the Regal Security reputation is built. They're driven, they're respected, and they're unrivaled. They're everyday superheroes. Visit them online at regalsecurity.ca and find out how much they know, not how much they can learn. To become a champion in business, it takes coaching, training, and bench strength. And every team needs a skilled player like KPMG Enterprise for private companies. 
KPMG Enterprise helps entrepreneurs and family businesses grow, strengthen, and transition by offering a full suite of services, including audit, accounting, tax, and advisory. Your business doesn't stand still. It evolves. Team up with a winner. Visit kpmg.ca slash enterprise. Let's do this. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. This is Daryl Sittler for Alta Infinity and Vaughn. I've worked with some pretty great teams over the years, and the staff at Alta ranks among the very best. Expert sales, superior service, and the largest selection of Infinity cars and SUVs in Canada, and the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's no wonder that Alta has been an all-star performer for well over a decade. Visit AltaInfinityWoodbridge.com, or better yet, drop by the number 7 Auto Mall at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Experience the difference that makes Alta Infinity the captain's choice. The only thing I love more than sports is sports radio. Take it away, boys. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio. Good morning and welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. I'm your host, Walter Rigabon. Uh, at this point, I usually say, as usual, in studio with me, my co-host, Naz Marchese. Uh, we're all doing the show remotely today. I'm up in Richmond Hill, and my co-host is in Nobleton, and Butch Carter's on the line with us. He's also uh, in downtown Toronto. We're pleased to welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, gentleman who uh, doesn't require an introduction, simply known affectionately as Peter, Peter Mansbridge. Good morning, Peter. How are you this morning? Hey, good morning, Naz, Wally, Butch. It's good to talk to all of you. Listen, it's it's a pleasure talking to you, uh, Peter. Uh, um I, you know, a couple of days ago, Butch and I had a heart-to-heart talk on the phone for about half an hour. Uh, we spilled out our hearts to each other, and we realized that uh, we and our listeners uh, need a calm, reassuring voice to talk about, uh, to talk with us. And the first person I thought of was you, Peter. Uh, you have, you have uh, calmed our nerves for so many years through an illustrious career, um, and... Uh, Got an opportunity to be introduced to your podcast this week. You have a you have a great new podcast called The Bridge. Uh, used to be weekly, it's now daily. I uh, got an opportunity to catch up with it, Peter. And I, I want to go to a part of, I think it was on your Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday podcast. You got the opportunity in that podcast to talk about leadership, uh, and in the in the crisis that surrounds the world nowadays, leadership is so so important, and we, we and we've seen it historically. Uh, FDR, uh, Winston Churchill, so many greats in history, and it's it's our time now, and it's our generation. Uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast, and uh, I know you you referenced Angela Merkel, and I believe the Irish Prime Minister. Tell our listeners about uh, about what you saw and what's important in that sphere. Well, absolutely. I mean, situations like this are a true test of leadership. You know, just like Butch had to handle situations in a basketball game where leadership was critical, in many ways, this is like, you know, a million times bigger than a basketball game or any kind of sport. And yet at the same time, it 
calls on the same kind of qualities of leadership, calm, confidence, direction, that the people who are listening to you or watching you believe you and they understand what you're trying to accomplish. And you're pulled into it. You become part of that leadership cycle yourself. Uh, because if, if and when we get out of this, and we will get out of it, it's probably going to take longer than we think, but we will get out of it. We will pass through this at some considerable cost. But when we do, we'll look back and see it, it wasn't just the leaders, the political leaders. It wasn't just the healthcare leaders, as critical as they are. It's also us. You know, we're leaders too in the way we deal with this situation going forward. Uh, and, you know, part of that is uh, everything from, you know, washing your hands to self-distancing to self-isolation when needed. I know you guys have been in it. We, uh, my, my son and I and my wife have been in self-isolation for the last uh, 14 days. Um, we're all fine, and that's great. But, you know, we're obeying the rules. And, uh, you know, when I look out from my home in Stratford, um, I see, you know, people obeying the rules, being understanding of the situation we're in, listening to their leaders and following their leaders and setting an example for whether it's their neighbors or their family, whomever. Uh, and that's what we need. We're part of this leadership issue as well. Uh, Peter, um, obviously you've, you've, uh, you've been a great leader in our country for so many years. Um, still are. I'm not, I'm not trying to put you in the past tense. I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to your podcast. Uh, 20 years a reporter, 30 years an anchor, um, uh, just accomplishments beyond belief. But more, more than anything, we trusted you. Uh, Canadians trusted you. We, we tuned in at, 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 at 10 o'clock well, in the Eastern time zone. And, you know, we knew when Peter Mansbridge, when we saw you there, um, we, uh, we, you know, we, we, uh, the word is trust. Did you ever, at what point did you come to realize the special position that you held? Uh, I mean, uh, you're, you're a cultural icon and, you know, I've had this conversation with major athletes. I've had this conversation with David Keon, with Cornway and all these other guys. And, you know, I always ask them the question, do you guys realize how much we look up to you, how much we trust you, uh, how much we're waiting for your every word? Did, did that, when did that first hit you? Did that, and how did you react to, to being such, such a cultural icon in our country? Well, you know, it takes a while um, to be in that position and to earn the trust. I mean, you're right. The trust is the key word. And part of trust is telling the truth, the truth as best you know it and lay it out for your listeners or viewers, uh, whatever the situation may be. So, you know, truth is, is what matters, especially at a time like this. And truth is all that matters. And if you appear to not be telling the truth or bending the truth, you will lose trust on the part of those who are listening to you are seeking hope from hearing what you're saying. So, you know, that's, that's critical. You know, as for me, it, you know, it took a few years and I'm still, you know, I, I'm still, still surprised. You, you, you mentioned the podcast I'm doing. It's, it's kind of like a hobby. I'm just doing it on my own. I don't have any, you know, uh, advertisers or networks, you know, you know, behind me. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. And, uh, it, it's had 
you know, quite a following already. And it's based on that. You know, I, I don't think it's about me personally. It's about the position that I held for all those years, that people grew up listening to it. They believed what they were hearing. They trusted what they were hearing. And, you know, that that continues on. There's a certain, you know, relationship that still uh, uh, still exists with uh, a good chunk of the audience. And that, you know, that's humbling on the one side, but it also uh, underlines the importance of all this and how responsible uh, somebody like me has to be. Uh, Naz, uh, Butch, I'll give you guys an opportunity. I know it's a Peter, as I'm sure you're aware, it's not that difficult to uh, to run interviews with everybody offline. So, Naz, Butch, I'll give you guys an opportunity to... Uh, Peter, Peter, I'm it. sitting in a room, and I have a painting of, with Paul Henderson scoring the winning goal on Vladislav Trekia. <laughs> and what is your favorite sports moment of all time? You know, there there are so many. There's no doubt that's that's one of them. I mean, we all who were alive at that time and aware of what was going on remember everything about that moment. Um, and it's moments like that. And you know, you you can look at that that painting in your home, that picture in your home, and it makes you feel good. And they're like right now, those are the kind of memories we need. Um, that's why I love that the sports networks are, are, you know, are replaying the Raptors run from last year. I mean, I, I still, you know, almost tear up watching the shot, you know, the, in game seven of round two. It's just like such an incredible moment. You know, so there are there are those. There was going to be one this year when the Leafs won the Stanley Cup, and you know now it's all on hold. It's it's so unfortunate. <laughs> but uh, you know, listen, sports moments uh, give us all something to uh, to cherish. Uh, the good ones and and the ones that cause heartache. You know, but there's still moments moments in our life that we can look at and uh, you know and, and and feel good about. Butch. Um, I'm really impressed that he is doing a podcast. I I think that when you have one of the oldest and best books, classic books in a library, that everyone should get a chance to read. Right. Cool. So, I'm still here. Who, who, did, who did we lose? Who did we lose? Did we lose Peter? No, I, Peter's still here. I'm still here now. Like everybody's here, including oh, the perils of live radio and doing it remotely. Who have we still got on? Like, Peter, you're still there. I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yeah, hear I'm you. Still here too. Okay. Okay, we're all good. Butch, we're all good. I think. I think we lost Butch. Anyways, Peter, let me. Uh, uh, Butch was talking about uh, uh, sports and how important it is, and uh, and I, I got the I got the pleasure of watching a, a really great interview you did with Stephen Brunt uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, right. Stephen's always been one of my favorite uh, sports journalists in the country. Um, and you, you touched upon the importance of sports. Uh, and we've lost sports uh, for a certain period of time. Uh, sports is an incredible part of our culture and an incredible part of our spirit. Um I'd like you to to uh, to uh, expand upon that just a little bit, Peter. I know that you talked about it a little bit with Stephen Brunt. Right, it's, it's right. a unity. It's a unity. It's important yeah, it to our national it's, unity. It's the great unifier in so many ways. First of all, you're right about Brunt. 
Stephen is an amazing journalist, one of the greatest writers yes. we have in the country. Uh, but sport, in terms of a of a unifier, it's it's those moments where you're, well, you know, I mentioned the the, the Raptors run last year. You you uh, there was a certain point in that run where you realized that people from across the country, in every region of the country, east, west, north, south, everywhere, were doing the same thing, watching the same thing, pulling for the same team for the most part, and. You know that is a that that's a wonderful thing. It doesn't happen often, especially in a country as large as ours, where there's so many differences, regional differences, and resource differences, and all all of the differences is, that exist. That when you get that opportunity to all be pulling in the same direction, it's a it's a wonderful thing. And you know it's missing right now, but yet again, as I said in my first answer, we have a common goal here. We're going to beat this, and the way to beat it is to beat it together. And as uh, a country, as a citizen, you're pulling just as hard as you are uh, as the person is who's, you know, in Vancouver or St. John's or Toronto or wherever it happens to be. You're pulling together. Peter, I always uh, take the opportunity uh, to ask uh, this question, uh, especially when I get... uh, some uh, Hall of Fame hockey players on the line. Who are uh, you know? Who are your heroes growing up? Who are your mentors? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that when uh, I don't know if that story in that airport in uh, in Winnipeg is myth or truth. Uh, but uh, you know, you got a, a start uh, that uh, would not have presage that you would have ended up uh, the greatest broadcaster perhaps in Canada's history. Uh, but uh, who are who are your heroes, both sporting and non-sporting, and who would you say were your mentors? Uh, well, first of all, the story is true, uh, but it wasn't Winnipeg. It was Churchill, Manitoba, up on the shores of Hudson Bay, where the other day it was minus 45 with a huge wind as well. <laughs> that's, that's Churchill. Uh, but that, Churchill is what gave me my start. Who were my heroes? Um uh, you know, in hockey, it was, uh, you know, I, I grew up, you know, we came over from England. I was kind of eight or 10 years old before I really got into hockey. And it was the late 1950s. And I was, uh, I became, I, we were in Ottawa, which didn't have a team at that point. So you have to either be a Habs fan or a Leafs fan. I was a Leafs fan. And Dickie Duff was my hero. I, I loved Dickie Duff. And it's one of the few times where I've been caught speechless when I when I met Dickie Duff. I don't know, twenty or thirty years ago, and I I couldn't open my mouth. I was like awestruck with with my childhood hero standing, uh, you know, in front of me. Uh, Bobby Orr in hockey, and uh, you know, Bobby was and is an amazing guy, and he's you know, he's become a good friend of mine. Um, and uh, so you know, he's been. Uh, he, he, he's been somebody who I've learned from a lot over the years. Um, footballer was Ron Lancaster, the late great Ron Ronnie Lancaster, because of Ottawa. He was, you know, he and Russ Jackson shared the uh, the quarterbacking duties in Ottawa, but it divided the city. You were either a Lancaster fan or a Jackson fan. It divided families. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I was solidly on the side of Lancaster and this, and the team finally decided, you know, we can't do this. It really is literally splitting the city. So they sold him to Regina for 500 bucks <laughs> and the promise that he never be come to play in the Eastern Conference again is in those 
years. You know, they, he only played West East in the in the Grey Cup. But um, anyway, he went out and had an incredible career with Saskatchewan, and I followed him, and my allegiances followed him uh, to uh, to Saskatchewan. So those kind of things, you know, your childhood heroes, you never you never forget them. And, uh, you know, you try to learn from them. Sometimes you're disappointed in that process. Uh, but, but most often, uh, you know, hopefully not. Uh, Peter, one last question, Peter. Ben, mm-hmm. and, uh, we've got somebody special on the line that's holding. Um, these times bring out the best in the worst. And uh, really, uh, the best is what we want to focus on. Give us some examples of what you've seen so far. Well, the, the the way people and communities are pulling together. I mean, you I, you can't drive by a hospital or a healthcare facility without sitting there in your car or if you're walking by, looking up and thanking the people who are in there, because those healthcare workers are amazing. You know, they're putting themselves at risk every day to help others. And uh, what they're going through, the challenges they're facing, the, the lack of equipment in many cases that, that, that they're dealing with, those are incredible people. So are firefighters who are really the kind of the first line of protection on the healthcare front. I mean, when the call comes in for an ambulance as a fire truck goes, goes first. And these guys are, are, are there, these men and women who are in the fire departments across the country. Grocery, grocery clerks. You know, we're, we're desperate to ensure we can keep the supply chain going on food, and we are. But it wouldn't work if there weren't, wasn't a grocery clerk there. So, you know, those kind of people who are doing uh, the job during this difficult time, we couldn't do it without them, and we should never stop thanking them. So those kind of stories, people who are volunteering from home, you know, to take food to the elderly, to check in on their neighbors, whatever the case is, we can all do something. If it's simply setting up, you know, some kind of FaceTime arrangement with people you know, with the elderly, touching base with with your friends who maybe you haven't talked to in, you know, in quite a while, how are they doing? Just check in. And they'll be checking in with you. That's going to be critical as part of this overall leadership that we talk about. Two quick things. I'm in Toronto today. My son and I had to drive into Toronto to pick up some uh, things that are uh, our little condo here to take back to Stratford. So it's a quick in and out, and we timed it in such a way to do this uh, phone call with you as well. But coming in on the 401 today, you know, from, you know, sort of Kitchener Inn. I, you know, it, it's, I've never seen anything like yeah. it. As my son said to me at one point, Will looked at me and he said, you know, when you're on the 401, you shouldn't be able to count all the cars that you see <laughs> on the fingers of one hand. And that's what it was like. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was early on a Sunday morning, so there's that. But still... It's people are listening. They're taking the advice and we will take that advice too. We have to make this call. We did it under all yeah. the restrictions that are placed on us and we'll, uh, we'll head back now. And the other thing is if the guest you're talking about is on that line is the one <laughs> I think it is who's turning 80 today. He's a hero. Yeah, he's a hero to all of us. 
who followed his sport. On, on that note, Peter, um, I'm just going to have let you uh, stay on the line for about uh, uh, just a, about 20, 30 seconds so you can sure. wish this special gentleman your best wishes. It's interesting you brought up that Dick Duff is, is one of your heroes, Peter. Dick Duff is actually a really, really good friend of the next gentleman I'm about to introduce. Uh, I'm pleased to welcome to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, and we wish him uh, a happiest 80th birthday, 80th birthday today. Of course, David Keon. David, good morning. How are you? Well, I am fine. Thanks very much for those wishes. And on and behalf thanks, Peter, of all of us, uh, I'm going to turn over to Peter because I'm sure Peter's got some kind words he'd like to say. Well, I'll just stay on for a few seconds, Mr. Keon. It's you know, it's an absolute treat for me to be able to wish you a happy birthday, to hear you uh, sounding so uh, healthy and well, and to know, as you must know how much you meant to so many Canadians uh, during your career and in the, in the stands you took in your, uh, in your uh, life after your career. But those hockey memories that we all had of uh, one of the most amazing players to ever play the game, uh, I, I thank you for that, and I wish you all the best on this day. Well, thank you, Peter, very much. And uh, your hero... Your hockey hero was one of my heroes, and uh, I met him when I was 10 years old. <laughs> That's great. He came to play in uh, Naranda and, uh, from Kirkland Lake, and uh, this guy asked me if I wanted to meet somebody who was going to play in the NHL. And I said, sure. So he took me down, and he introduced me to Dick Duff, who was uh, 14 at the time. Wow. Isn't that so That great? was my... Uh, Initial meeting with Dick, and then uh, when I came uh, when I came to Toronto to say Mike's, he was uh, because he was a an alum and a graduate, and he was around all the time. And he ha- at that time he happened to live at a, uh, a really good friend of mine's house, and uh, so I got to see him a lot, and and got to meet him, and and became friends with him. That's wonderful. Well, listen, I'll jump off the line. You, you guys have a great conversation, and uh, the best to all of you, and uh, stay safe. Uh, Peter, thank you. Uh, Peter, I want to take the opportunity. Thank you so much. It's uh, In these times, it's always great to hear your voice. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Take care. Peter Mansbridge. David, good morning. Happy birthday. How are you, Naz? How are you? Good. David, happy birthday to you. Thank you. I, I will... I will tell you, David, uh, a lot of people uh, uh, are, are thrilled to hear, uh, to hear you're doing well. 80th is an And I got to 80. <laughs> and you got to 80, and uh, I, think, I think you're going to get a lot more. Uh, uh, I know you're <laughs> well, in good health. That's the plan right now. Uh, I know. Uh, I, I, you know uh, I see you every now and then, and uh, you're remarkably fit. Uh, I won't say for a gentleman of your age. Uh, I would just say, I would just say, David, you're remarkably fit. Uh, you're, you're, <laughs> well, you're, thanks you're, for that. Thanks. And I, and I know, I know. One of the reasons is that uh, you cycle, you, you, you cycle quite a bit. Uh, you keep yourself active. Uh, uh, I look up to you. You're, you're, you're my hero in so many ways. But uh, you were, you, you were my hockey hero for for so many years. You're. You're you're my you my you're my human hero. I like I, I'm a few years away from you, but when I get to, uh, I want to be as fit and as sharp and uh, as passionate as you are. Uh, so by all means, a fantastic day. It's your 80th. Uh, 
reason to celebrate. I know that a lot of our listeners uh, that I've been in touch with want us to pass on their regards uh, to you and their best wishes. And uh, we will say, how are you doing? How are things? Well, things are things are pretty good. Uh, you know, everybody's, uh, like everybody around the world, is kind of hunkering down and trying to, uh, you know, stay out of each other's way and and protect each other. Um, so that's, you know, that's where we are. Uh, and I think it's going to be like this for a little while. So we have to, we have to get used to it. And, uh, and that's what, and that's what we have to do. What, what are you finding down in Florida? Is it, uh, I'm sure you keep track of what's going up, up in Canada and what's going down in Florida. Is everybody like, uh, like yourselves just more or less staying in and, uh, Yes, the uh, restaurants are all closed, and all the uh, venues are closed, and you can get takeout food. That's basically the uh, the only thing that restaurants are doing. Uh, you can get takeout, and uh, uh, you're trying to, uh, you know, uh, avoid avoid contact with, or you know, you can't really not avoid it, but uh, be six feet away and. Uh, but take all the precautions that are necessary. Now, David, you're you're a New England Patriots fan. I'd like to talk about <laughs> Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. Hello, I don't know that I was ever a New England Patriots fan. I I enjoyed them, but yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, I I'm uh, anxious to see how that works out uh, because he's played in a in a structured system for so long and. Um, they had so much success, and now to to go to a, a, a totally different uh, organization and system, it, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how it works. Sorry, David, I just dropped my phone. Oh, wow! Am I still on the line? Yep, yeah, I can hear you. Am I still on the line? Yeah, you're on. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the uh, I dropped the phone out of the earplugs, and then I, I couldn't hear anything going on. And uh, 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 David, uh, 80 years old, you woke yep. up this morning. Uh, any special thoughts? Uh, just another birthday. I'm sure you're nice. I'm sure you're nice to wishes. it's nice to get to 80. <laughs> and. Uh, uh, look forward to 81. So <laughs> that's uh, that's the goal right now. And many more after that. Well, thank you very much, Nas. Well, we, we we called to to wish you uh, all the best. We're trying to we're trying to get our producer to uh, Brandon to get somebody else special on the phone. Where if you can just bear with us for about 10, 20 seconds, we've got something special for you, David. Uh, okay. What are you hearing from? Uh, from your family back in uh, in Toronto and how they're coping with what's going on? Well, I haven't talked to them today. Uh, I, I talked to them during last week, and uh, they're, you know, they're like everybody else. They're taking all the precautions that are necessary and uh, uh, hopefully uh, avoiding any contact with uh, anybody who has the virus. I, I, that's probably the, uh, the goal of everybody, but uh, I don't know that... Uh, Everybody knows or has any idea if they've been in, in contact with anybody. So 
that's I think that's the the scary part. Uh, just going to talk over to our producer now, Brandon. Uh, Brandon, do you have uh, do you have Kim on the line? No. And, oh. Anyways, uh, uh, Kim, are you on the line? I'm here. How are you? Let me, uh, Kim. Kim, let me introduce you to David Keon. David Keon, let me introduce you to Kim. Uh, David Kim is the voice of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Uh, she usually, uh, if, when you listen to the intro to the show, uh, she's the one who introduces us. And she's got, she, she contacted me yesterday and wanted to do something very special on our show. Uh, so, Kim, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thank you. Happy birthday to you, <laughs> Captain of the Leafs, four Stanley Cups. Happy birthday to you, most gentlemanly player and one of the league's top scorers. Though we're both getting older, I'm still younger than you. <laughs> Happy birthday, oh, Dave. Thank you very this much. That's really an nice. Honor. Uh, May I just say that what an honor this is and that you have inspired literally thousands and thousands of Canadians to pick up a stick and skate. You basically kept our family glued to the TV, and I was dragged off to the hockey rink every week because of you to see my brother play. And I want to thank you, as do probably millions of Canadians, for being such an exceptional player and a continued ambassador for the sport. And you still exude such leadership, grace, and intelligence. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I got goosebumps. Well, thank you. That's very, very nice of you. Well, thank thanks. You. And now I can say to my brother, who has your hockey card, that I've done one over that I actually spoke to Dave Keon. <laughs> <laughs> thank you and happy birthday. Well, thank you very much, Kim. Kim, thanks so much. Thanks for everything you've done for us. And, uh, you know, just based on this 30 seconds, it's obvious you need your own show. Naz and I are getting a little bit worried. <laughs> well, I'm ready. <laughs> a view from abroad. Uh, I, I'm, uh, Naz and I are seriously going to, if our produce, if our, uh, if our station hears you, they're going to kick us off right away. Well, uh, be well and safe. <laughs> and certainly with working front lines during SARS and here, we certainly have got a lot of information. So yeah. all of your listeners be safe. We're thinking of you. And, uh, all the best and and Dave I hope you come up to Toronto and love to see you when all of well, this blows I'll, over I'll probably be doing that but not for a little while okay anyways Kim be thanks well so and much. thank you Kim thanks so much uh, okay. David I'm gonna yep. leave it at I'm gonna let you go I'm just gonna say the following I uh, hope to see you soon uh, yeah. um, I really do and that's got more meaning now than it ever has and uh, I don't have unfortunately I, I still don't I wasn't able to make it to your whiskey tasting at the, on Summerhill. Uh, I don't have a Dave Keon bottle of whiskey with me today, although uh, I can assure you I'm going to get a three well, or yeah, four Well, I picked one up for you. One okay. here. Oh, you got one for me? Uh, yeah. So I don't have one with me today, but I will, uh, I'm going to pour myself some Macallan 18 uh, with a cube, and I'm going to toast you, David. Uh, happiest 80th birthday, many, many, many more. Thanks so much for joining us. All right. Thanks, Wally. Thanks, Naz. Thanks. Pleasure. David. Always a pleasure, All right. David Keon. Bye-bye. Thank you, David. Um, Naz, we, we better watch out. Kim, uh, you know, uh, she's... Uh... Trouble, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on that note, uh, we'll take it to break. I hope our listeners enjoyed uh, uh, listening to Peter and David as much as Naz and I did. We'll be right back. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville declared, We'll never be 
the fastest. We'll never be the cheapest. We'll never be the snazziest dressed. What? Yeah, my point is, we want to be the best. At Pizzaville, we want to make the best pizza. Stone-baked, the traditional Italian way. Pizzaville Stone-Baked Pizza. Fiercely Canadian. Authentically Italian. This is Daryl Sittler for Alta Infinity and Vaughn. I've worked with some pretty great teams over the years, and the staff at Alta ranks among the very best. Expert sales, superior service, and the largest selection of Infinity cars and SUVs in Canada. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's no wonder that Alta has been an all-star performer for well over a decade. Visit AltaInfinityWoodbridge.com, or better yet, drop by the number 7 Auto Mall at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Experience the difference that makes Alta Infinity the captain's choice. To become a champion in business, it takes coaching, training, and bench strength. And every team needs a skilled player like KPMG Enterprise for private companies. KPMG Enterprise helps entrepreneurs and family businesses grow, strengthen, and transition by offering a full suite of services, including audit, accounting, tax, and advisory. Your business doesn't stand still. It evolves. Team up with a winner. Visit kpmg.ca slash enterprise. Let's do this. The security business is easy, right? Anyone can learn it. Perhaps they can learn it on duty with your valuables at stake. Perhaps they can learn it in a crisis situation that requires an immediate intelligent response when lives are at risk. After all, what harm can a few mistakes make? Plenty. When it comes to security for your business or office, an experienced partner like Regal Security makes sense. Security is what they do. Peace of mind is what they provide. Visit them online at regalsecurity.ca and find out how much they know, not how much they can learn. Are you real ready? If you're a real estate agent, we can help you sell more homes. A business owner? We'll help show it off to the community at large. And if you're a homeowner, we'll supply accurate floor plans for every room in your home. Because selling property is all in the details. Real Tours Media. Creators of 3D virtual tours, walkthrough video, HDR photography, logos and brands. Check out the one-stop shop for successful real estate agents. Realtoursmedia.ca There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. Are they ever wrong about sports? I can answer that in two words. Impossible. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio. Good morning and welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Uh, I was about to say I'm like a like an, like a, an autopilot. I was about to say live from Liberty Village, but no, we're live from Richmond Hill and Nobleton. And I don't know, but Butch, Butch, are you still on the line? I can't tell if we if we got you back. Uh, yeah, doesn't sound, you got are you there, Butch? Okay, Butch, uh, we, I'll give you an opportunity to uh, finish off the thoughts we were talking about before we went to Peter's interview. Well, um, my thought process is that basically on both sides of the border, uh, they should immediately put emergency powers in place. And my reasoning is this. Um, you know, I have a background in manufacturing after I left coaching. Um, 
We manufactured 14 million uh, air conditioning controllers for General Motors. And during those years that we manufactured, there were two crises. One, a tornado wiped out two of GM's plants in Oklahoma and took them offline. The other one was 9-11. So during that, during that time frame, um, you need to expedite manufacturing. And I don't think because the politicians understand manufacturing is that there's a tremendous lead time in building up your supply base. But for the protection of all the healthcare workers, this is what I suggest. And this is what General Motors and Delphi would do to me. They would give me a call and say, Butch, we have an emergency, all right? There will be two guys at your plant at 6 o'clock. By 9 o'clock the next morning, they would wire the money to prepay for the extra supplies to start to fill the system so that we went from manufacturing guys 20,000 units to 2 million units a year under these circumstances. Totally. Now, you guys know I live downtown, but I actually had to live in the hotel in Oakville because I didn't have time to leave the plant and go home. And, you know, they are politicians. They don't understand manufacturing. But basically those guys came and lived at the plant. We turned the machines on high speed and went from one shift to two and a half shifts. And we got the product out so that it wouldn't shut down we shipped to nine GM plants in North America. And for these healthcare workers to protect them, emergency powers or war power acts need to be put in place immediately. Um, they have the funds. The, uh, the legislatures on both sides of the border are going, to alloc- are going to allocate the funds. But because of the lack of understanding of how things are manufactured, um, we're going to put our healthcare workers at more risk. So, you know, that's, that's what I see. This thing is, it says dangerous or more dangerous than measles. And even with measles, we only eventually inoculated uh, 90% of the population. There are still measles outbreaks that kill because parents don't want to get their kids inoculated. This thing is not over. Isolation will not be enough to protect people. Um, I suggest that people for Mother's Day and Father's Day that they do not gather in large crowds because you'll have people who are carrying a virus that don't know they're carrying it. Um, I just think that the intensity can be. Yep. Uh, Butch, Butch, on that, unfortunately, on that note, I'm going to have to interrupt. I want to give Naz, uh, uh, Naz, ten twenty seconds, uh, and then I've got to wrap it up. Yeah, just everybody, please stay safe and stay at home if you can. And uh, let the health care workers take care of everything and the politicians, and we'll be fine. Uh, on that yeah, on that note, uh, Butch, I want to thank you for joining us. Naz, uh, all, as always, to all our health care workers, doctors, nurses, first responders, firemen, police officers, grocery store clerks, uh, we owe you all a debt of gratitude. Thank you so much on behalf of Naz and Butch and myself. We'll be back again next Sunday morning. Have a great week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.